Thank you for downloading Rabbi Levi Cooper's A Shot of Torah, a podcast series from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. Levi offers people all over the world Hasidic content for download at elmod.pardes.org. If you also want to join Levy's monthly Hasidic Lore Series newsletter, please visit the link included in the description of this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe at elmod.pardes.org. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. In the previous podcasts, we've been discussing a song that we just studied in our Hasidut class in Pardes, Ya Echsof, penned by the Hasidic master, Rav Aaron Hagodol of Karlin. Now, most of the Shabbat Zbirot come from the medieval poets. They were composed beginning in the 14th century right through to the 17th century. Thus, a Zemer from 18th century Poland is rather unexpected. And the truth is that its publication in 19th century Bukovina is unheard of. Now, to be sure, the Hasidic movement would, be, would come to be associated with Nigunim, songs with or without words that are sung as part of religious practice. Yet I don't know of another example of a Zemer from the Hasidic milieu that is so widely known and so popular. Students of medieval poetry might criticize Ya Echsof. You know, the composition, it lacks rhyme, it lacks meter. Indeed, in certain places, the Hebrew phrasing seems to have been clumsily sewn together. But my friends, such an assessment misses the depth of the poem and the enormity of Rav Aaron the Great's achievements. Rav Aaron clearly tried to join the hallowed Jewish poetic tradition. Indeed, there's turns of phrase that are taken directly from his poetic predecessors. So Ya'erzov echoes the other poems that we sing around the Shabbat table. And many of many singers would easily be able to identify words that appear elsewhere in the Zmirot canon. The most visible expression of how Yah Echsof joins the medieval poetic tradition is the use of acrostics. Medieval poets would often sign their names with an acrostic. Let me illustrate the trend. Each stanza of the popular Drori Yikra has four lines. The acrostic of the first stanza gives four Hebrew letters. Dalad, Vav, Nun, Shin, spelling Dunash, a reference to the poet Dunash ben Lebrat, who lived in the 10th century. And he's often hailed as the founder of Andalusian Hebrew poetry. Now, Dunash's penchant for acrostics did not end with the first stanza. The same acrostic appears in Droyikra in the four lines of the second, third, and sixth stanza. 
I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure why Dunash didn't use an acrostic for the fourth and fifth stanzas. You know, Dunash also wrote another well-known poem known as Devey Haser, a short four-line poem that introduces grace after meals, Birkat Amazon, at wedding celebrations. Now, true to form, the acrostic formed by the four lines of Devey Haser gives the poet's name, Dunash. Rav Aaron followed this pattern, but instead of signing his own name in the four stanzas of Yah Echsof, he signed the, the poem with the tetragrammaton, Yud, and then a Hey, then a Vav, and then a Hey. God's name. Perhaps Rav Aaron was crediting the Almighty for the inspiration needed to pen such a poem. But the author did not entirely hide his involvement. An acrostic made from the second word of each of the four stanzas gives the name Aaron, as if the poet was humbly saying that his contribution was secondary to the role of God in composing the hymn. Rav Aaron's hidden words did not end there. The acrostic from the third word of each stanza gives neshama, soul. If we weave the three acrostics together, my friends, it's as if the poet is offering a narrative, an explanation for his work. He might be saying, he might be suggesting to those who sit around the Shabbat table and sing Ya Echsof, this, this is a divine poem put down on paper by Aaron, but it is sourced in the soul, and it speaks to the soul. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beat Midrash! Thank you for downloading Rabbi Levi Cooper's A Shot of Torah, a podcast series from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please give us a five-star review at iTunes or wherever you download your podcast today. We appreciate your feedback and look forward to having you listen again at elmod.pardes.org.